hold on a second Put down your phone Welcome to the feckin' check-in show We might be playing Tekken in the techno drone With Shredder and Spencer but never Donatello The boys are back in town again Shenanigans from QO Man, the listener can't stop panicking Now tell your friends To listen to the sound of us Pissing in the wind And if you feel like joining in Then do it for the win The sun shines But I find myself in isolation But fear not We've got beer at the cooking station Audio and video flows Are coming for you The trainer at Jimmy's show It's cameras action do The feckin' check-in So check your feckin' pulses Lentils, soybeans, chickpeas Whatever indulgence Takes your fancy snakes, ladders Or piss politics Just sit back and relax we got your weekly fix It's the feckin' check-in show Welcome to the feckin' check-in show It's the feckin' check-in show Welcome to the feckin' check-in show It's the feckin' check-in show It's the feckin' check-in show it's camera sack, it's camera sack, it's camera sack should do. It's camera sack, it's camera sack, it's camera sack should do. It's camera sack, it's camera sack, it's camera sack should do. It's camera sack should do. Alright, Feckamaniacs, welcome to episode 14 of the Feckin' Chicken. I'm Trainer, and with me as always is my co-host Toomey, and for a change, we're recording this on a Friday evening rather than a Saturday afternoon. So how are you doing on this Friday evening, Toomey? I'm very good. I am looking forward to the weekend. Uh, Some Fridays I feel very tired, but this Friday I feel less tired, which is good for those Fecomaniac listeners because uh, it might increase their listening quality. Excellent. Probably not, though. I'm going to uh, play a sound here, and I'm going to ask you what this sound is, okay? Did you hear that? I did, and that's you opening up a bottle of beer, probably an IPA beer, knowing you. Actually, it's the sound of freedom. That's what I was going for. <laughs> the sound of freedom. It's just a Carlsberg, running the mill Carlsberg. I don't drink any of that IPA crap anymore, to be honest. I, I went through my um, craft beer phase and like I came out the other end and now I just like a lager. Um, if I'm just sitting around having a beer in a pub, I'd have something different. Yeah, just a generic lager. Uh, lager, lager, whatever. Lager. Lager. As my, my dad would say, lager. Lager, lager. As if it has at least two G's in there, maybe 15. And he'd also say Carlsberg. 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 There's no O. Carlsberg. Yeah. <laughs> Not even to do with an accent or anything. Carlsberg. Carlsberg. <laughs> so I'm having a Carlsberg. I've got one for you, trainer. Guess what old school ice cream I had today for the first time in 10 years? A brunch. Close. A feast. Wrong. Feast, yes. <laughs> it was going to be one of those two. Uh, it was it was excellent a very chocolatey ice cream feasts are unbelievable um i've maintained for a long time that they should sell that chocolate ice cream from a feast as its own tub of ice cream although maybe it wouldn't be as nice in that scenario but i love the ice cream in a feast and the chocolate on the outside and the bit in the middle it's the chocolate in the inside is excellent as well it's it's a fantastic underrated ice cream i would say Yeah, yeah it's great do you like a mint feast uh, Liz is a big fan of a mint feast. I don't generally like mint in chocolate. It just it confuses me. It, I don't associate mint with chocolate. Fair but enough. Some I, people like that. I'd have one, one one every two to three years, and I'd enjoy it. A mint <laughs> feast. In moderation, there. Once every three years. Yeah, in moderation. Uh, everything in moderation, including moderation. Height. Uh, absolutely. Um, right. So, shall we get on to the business of this week's feckin' check-in show? Yes. 
Yes, we shall. Um, so we mentioned last week that we were going to talk about podcasts. It's going to be an ARC, the ARC model. Uh, and that's ARC because it's going to stretch over a number of episodes. But it's kind of ARK as well because we made reference to Noah's ARC. So th- the listener can decide how we spell ARC. But we're doing the ARC model over the next few episodes of yes. Feck and Chicken. It's something that we've often uh, sought after or often talked about. Something to link the episodes because that's kind of what was missing from Open Us. And it's it's missing from the feck and check-in to a degree as well. There's not really any follow-up next week from what we talk about this week. And we're going to try for a few weeks to have some follow-up, to have some lead-in to the following week, and to have a recurring theme and something that people could maybe get on board with with this episode and then be looking forward to next week's episode because it's going to be on the same topic. Yes, and to the new listener, our show is based around the word feck, that Irish word, and we have four segments, funny observations, entertainment, culture, and kernels of truth, and together that goes towards feck, <laughs> goes right towards feck. Um, so yeah, instead of having random things in each week under the feck acronym, we are going to have a feck based on pod- podcasting every week. And so this week we're going to talk about our podcast to get things rolling for the Noah's Ark based feck. And can I just point out that Noah's Ark, yes, it's correct to spell it A-R-K, but because we're actually doing an Ark model, it, I think we should spell it Noah's A-R-C. Okay, that settles it then. It's Noah's A-R-C, just for belligerence yes <laughs> okay oh, oh two, what jesus airplane mode come on <laughs> it's not my phone it's my my partner this is oh well um for the first time ever on the feckin check-in a phone has gone off uh i'd say for the first time ever on any of our podcasts that's the first ever phone interruption yeah. <clears throat> should oh. be um reprimanded for that <laughs> only joking she won't she won't <laughs> She will. <laughs> she will. Uh, She's uh, still here now. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, hi, <coughs> hi, Liz. Trainer says hi. Tell him I said hi back. Uh, Liz oh? says, tell him I said hi back. I heard. Was there a tome? There, there wasn't a tome. She, she, she's just taking a call now. So I'm going to let her, let her go. Okay. Um, um, okay. Wow. History made on, on the feckin' check-in. Yes. The first appearance of Liz. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to drift into the, the Fecky Checkered show with Liz. Um, oh, yeah. So just to mention on the whole Liz uh, side of things, <laughs> she is my fiance. Our wedding is back on. Excellent. For, for the listener who's been uh, waiting on tenter hooks uh, with a cliffhanger, will, will my wedding go ahead? Yes, it will. Uh, October 17th in dublin i won't give the precise uh, location um <laughs> but yeah it's back on uh, we're going we have 50 uh we've been allocated for our wedding so far due to social distancing which we're happy with um and absolutely absolutely indeed you might say it's exactly three months from now you might say that exactly because today's the 17th of july yes okay yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right then that's enough of that um Okay, uh, so we're going to talk feck. about podcasts. So F, funny observation. But we're not going to start with that, are we? No, because the format doesn't really uh, lend itself well to starting with that. What we're going to start with is E, which is entertainment. And we're going to talk about our podcasts, which are a form of entertainment. It can be argued. Yes, uh, podcasts are indeed a form of entertainment. And in a sense, we are entertainers. 
So what we're going to do now uh, is we're going to talk about our podcasting history because to start off the Noah's Ark model, we're entering onto Noah's um, Ark, actually. It's not a ship, as I said last week. It's actually an Ark. Sorry, sorry I'm losing the run of myself with this. <laughs> sorry, focus. Uh, history of podcasting. All right, we'll start off. Entertainment. <laughs> um yeah, so this is our third podcast. Do you want to uh, lead us out on introducing our, our podcast history from, from the start? What, why did we start doing it and, and what was our first podcast, maybe? I will. And if, if people are interested, they can go back and listen to episode one of Two-Faced Fake Snakes, which also covers this off. Well, it covers off the reason why we started podcasting. But um, back in, what was it? It would have been 2019 or late 2018. We had finished up with our rap duo, which was known as The Lineup. Uh, we used to do sporadic gigs and make music sporadically as well over the period of about 14 and a half years. Um, and it was kind of fizzling out, but we always enjoyed being creative and making you know, music or making something um, creative together. And we wanted to continue that on. And podcasting was obviously massive back a couple of years ago, just as it is now. And um, it's something I had flirted with in my head. I just couldn't think of a topic a topic about what to podcast about. And I think you were in the same boat. And we were having a discussion about what we should discuss <laughs> for, want of, for want of something less redundant. And uh, we decided let's just document our musical history. We could, we could get, a, and that was an arc as well. We could get a nice run of episodes out of starting from the very beginning of the lineup and bringing it up to the present day. So we ended up doing 13 episodes, 12 in the main storyline. And we did a, a bonus episode at the end where we interviewed uh, Deep Reasoning, Stephen Bonner, uh, a friend of ours from back in the day. And uh, that was our first um, podcast, and that was called Two-Faced Fake Snakes, which is still available. It's on the same feed as the Feckin' Check-In, and you can listen to all of those episodes if you wish, hear all of our music from over the years and our our commentary on it. And it's often self-deprecating, and a lot of the episodes, I think, are actually quite funny and and, uh, lively and stuff like that. So that was our, our dipping our toe in the water of podcasting. Yes, yes, so that, that was great fun, and that's a kind of a, a archive of our rap career, which is great personally for us uh, to have, to look back in, in 50 years at the, the different uh, songs that we made and the, the stories related to our rap career. But then after that, like that was kind of, it was a documentation, so it had a, like, a beginning and an end. So it was the beginning of our rap career and then the end of our rap career. <laughs> it got a bit dreary towards the end. It did, yeah. <laughs> it, it, was actually, it was actually like an audio documentary, and I've never really thought about it that way until you just said they're a documentation but that that's pretty much what it was and we, we were narrating the documentary and uh, and there's a reason the lineup fizzled out is because really towards the end it wasn't as good as it used to be and as a result the episodes like you said did fizzle out a bit and got a bit dreary and our music frankly wasn't really as good towards the end either although there were some quite good songs in a sea of lesser good songs yes um and then after that we decided well we enjoyed podcasting so much from doing that uh that series of uh, that 12 part series or or 13 with the bonus episode um we decided we wanted to keep it going so that moved us on to our second podcast which was called open us um and this was this arose out of us frantically trying to find a shared interest and so we we threw around a few ideas um and we settled on trying that our shared kind of passion that we could talk about would be trying something new each week so opening ourselves up to new experiences so so creating a shared interest almost and that that 
really was based around doing something new each week um, and then reporting back on it and, and with a focus on getting out of our comfort zones and seeing how the the impact of that on our friendships and just kind of getting ourselves into different situations. Yes, uh, very well uh, summarized there. And uh, there were some very interesting tasks along the way. Um, we visited an island. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, we didn't. We, we, did, we, did, we did stuff like vegan for a week. Uh, there was a really good documentation of your trip to Japan, which was very entertaining. Um, and I also went on a holiday to Sweden. But th- these were like... Um, holidays we already had planned but we decided on those holidays that we were going to talk to instigate conversations with three new people uh, and make sure that they were of 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 value of worth something that we could report back on in the episode and we also did stuff like we went to a vr arcade and played virtual reality video games for for the first time ever um we did an open top bus tour of dublin city center um, and, and several other things, actually, and it lasted for 20 episodes. Open I don't want to sound too dramatic, but life-changing events like vegan for a week, uh, for example, changed both of our diets in the long term. Um, and then it actually led on to the feckin' check-in because we were trying out different forms of media and TikTok and uh, live streaming and things like that. And that led us on to create the Cameras Action Doom podcast network and also try out uh, the idea of having a show um, so, so our, thir- so our cur- third and current podcast, The Feckin' Check-In Show, is really about us um, checking in each week. Uh, it's, it's more like a variety show. So rather than pick out one topic or shared interest or one arc, we decided to, to throw in loads of different um, topics and have it sort of a weekly review show and also checking in with each other. And we crassly base it around the Feck acronym. Yes, uh, we, we decided FEC was an acronym and then we based the show around it. <laughs> and we tried to shove that down people's throats since, since the start. Yes, but there, there's a lot of trial and error even with the FEC and check-in. So initially in the first few episodes, we did FEC and K, but we did one each. So we were cramming eight segments into an hour long show or sometimes less than an hour. And that kind of sounds sounded a bit hurried when listening back so we've kind of narrowed that down now to uh, four topics that are shared and, and one final thing i'd like to say for the e uh, for this week is if you're thinking of doing a podcast and you've always wanted to do it just go ahead and do it it's actually very easy to get up and running uh, we have a hosting site podbean where we post all of our episodes um it costs like hundred dollars a year or something like that Uh, that's unlimited audio you can post up as many episodes as you want buy a couple of microphones or a single microphone and get a free recording program such as audacity and you're good to go and there's there'll be a bit of messing around and and technology issues along the way and that will lead us into our our f our funny observation but uh, if you're thinking of doing it just go ahead and do it because it couldn't be any easier to get up and running. And if you have a good idea or any idea at all that you think is worth um, putting out there in audio form, then just do it and you'll be glad you did. This has brought me a lot of creative fulfillment and satisfaction over the last year and a half. Yeah, me too. And the thing is, like, you can try one podcast and if it doesn't quite work, you can try another podcast. Like, so the feckin' check-in is working for us right now, but there's no reason why we won't try another podcast in the future. So podcast is it's very flexible. And let's now get away on to the F for this week, the funny observation le- uh, related to the feckin' check-in and our podcasting history. And we have a couple of ideas here. Um, 
I think uh, the first one is related to the flutiness, <laughs> yes. the general flutiness that that uh, inflicts us every single time we record. <laughs> There's always a fluty uh, thing, little fidgety thing we have to do with the audio or positioning a mic or the line dropping or something or yeah. e- even this week, phones in the background. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I, I, I think I inadvertently i mean not that i I didn't create the word fluting obviously but i inadvertently (laughs) introduced it one time Um, so it was a lad i worked with um in my job and i I was on a project and it was a a lot of people the nature of the work was people in in the business had to install applications and they weren't doing it and he's like (laughs) one day he's like if they just stop fucking fluting around (laughs) and install the applications and i had obviously heard the word fluting before but um it seemed to describe our technology issues to a t because each week as you said when you go to record there's always something you're like your audio is shit for no reason whatsoever like you're you're pointing the microphone in the exact same way you have previously all your levels are the same but for some reason there's the fucking sound of like the ocean in the background and you, you just can't work out why and there there is always an element of fluting um similar to when i was discussing installing street fighter x tech and there recently uh there but that was the, the the highest form of fluting known to man yeah it was like flute mountain flute everest <laughs> um but uh, no but there's always technology issues to overcome but it's part and parcel of uh recording um an audio based uh, i don't know where i'm going with that sentence <laughs> it's an part audio-based of thing. an audio-based thing of stuff um but yeah, it's like, but it, it's actually kind of funny. Like every single week, there's always some shit, and it's like you you're delayed by five minutes, or I'm delayed by five minutes. But um, you can't let it get you down. Fluting is always fluting is perpetual. It's constant, and maybe maybe the best in the biz don't have to flute anymore. But uh, <laughs> it's just there's something comical about the phrase fluting, isn't there? It's just. Yeah. It takes away all the frustration when yeah. you say, uh, yeah, just, I'll be five minutes, I'm fluting. <laughs> Five-minute flute continuance. Yeah. So the, so fluting is one phrase we have, and that's what it, the, the funny observation is, the, the kind of the phrases that, that come up, and fluting is, is the main one that we've developed in this podcast. Another one that's sort of drifted into every episode is absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. But th- that's absolutely. that's more of um, a filler type of thing, when you're moving from one topic onto the other, and you want to draw a line under what the other person has said without being rude or abrupt. <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to give like a, a genuine absolutely, because I think that sounds insincere. So what you do is you put it into a different accent to yeah. disguise the fact that you're being insincere. <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I've started incorporating the Alexander Armstrong from Pointless Right You Are. Yes. Yeah, I never quite got that reference uh, until you just explained it there. I, I thought uh, I explained it on a previous episode. Maybe I didn't. But um, Pointless is, is a great TV actually show. Actually, you did now. Yeah. I you say it, yeah. It's a great game show, but... Uh, during episodes when he'd be going back and forth with the guy uh, Richard Osman who does the stats and all that type of stuff if they're in a conversation that needs to end he just goes right you are and then they move on to the next segment and it's seamless and I just picked it up and was like that's (laughs) fucking brilliant Alexander that's great now I fully understand the reference yeah and that's why I do that in in a British accent ah okay because I know you did explain it to me before on this podcast, but I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> didn't fully take it in. I think it was open us, maybe, but um, 
I'm sure it's all the one. It's all the same podcast at the end. And of then the day. we have the classic one, Heights. That probably goes in the odd time. Heights, yeah, we sneaked that one in. So that's from an old secondary school teacher of ours. Um, it's an in joke, as I say. <laughs> an in joke. Let's open up the in joke to the, to the listener. Um, so this was a teacher of ours, and he used to use this as, as a filler word. Uh, <laughs> but he'd be saying right. The word right isn't like, do you understand? Uh, but it would be like, he had such an intense way of speaking that he's like, height! <laughs> yeah. and we, and you you change it to height, so that's H-I-T-E. It's almost like he was clearing his throat before he'd say the right, so it was height. <laughs> so it's just easier to go height. And he said it in different ways. It was like, height? Height? <laughs> and he'd be like, height? <laughs> You're listening to me now, lads. Right? You're listening to the whites of my eyes. Look into them, right? And so good uh, luck to him. He knows who he is. <laughs> Best wishes to him. Still, to him and his. <laughs> it is. Still at it. So that's uh, that's a nice uh, um, flute. I mean, not flute, <laughs> but funny observation. <laughs> far, far away. Blah. Far away. What's, uh, what am I trying to say? Foray. What is that word? For, foray. Thank you, Liz. Foray. Uh, a foray through the funny observations. Right, you are. Right. So, let us move on to the C. For, and this is the Twitter podcast culture. So, trainer, will you lead me and the listener out on our discussion around Twitter podcast culture? Yeah, so Twitter is kind of um, a deflating, um, depressing place <laughs> when, the best you, of times. when you're a podcast. Um, so I'll elaborate on what I mean by that. So the culture of being a podcast on Twitter, and that, by that I mean obviously is having an account dedicated solely to running a podcast, is that you tend to get followed by a lot of podcasters and then you follow those in return. And it's a kind of a tit for tat. You follow me, I follow you. And what you end up having is uh, kind of a bit of an illusion of popularity. So we have over a thousand followers on our Twitter, but suffice it to say that we do not have a thousand listeners uh, every week and we we won't give away anything more than that. But um, basically, in theory, the more followers you have, the more people who are seeing your tweets and the more people who are able to retweet and comment and reply and like, the better. Um, But we've noticed that as our... Um, number of followers has shot up over the last few weeks it hasn't really made any change to our number of downloads or number of listeners and it becomes kind of quite deflating and and then you kind of see twitter for what it is really it's it's a place to promote yourself and it, it is an excellent place to promote because you can hashtag things and you can at people and you can get people's attention and if we have an episode that features n- numerous different public figures we can hashtag them or at them or whatever but at the same time Everyone is just out for themselves. It's a very individual pursuit. I'm going to make my podcast popular. I'm going to get more listeners. I'm going to get more followers. And nobody really gives a fuck about the accounts they followed if they're running a podcast page. And you, in turn, don't give a fuck about the ones you followed. Because when you have over a thousand people that you're following on Twitter, it becomes absolutely impossible to engage with any of them. And the same for for those people who followed you when they are following over a thousand your podcast is going to get lost in the shuffle and they don't really care about your podcast either they're just they're just following people in hopes of a reciprocal follow and it that's what i mean when i say it's kind of depressing and deflating Mm. i think it there is the hope of the reciprocal follow and i think it happens every friday now like well the last 
four Fridays anyway. Uh, there's kind of a, a follow Friday thing on Twitter. It's been there since the beginning of Twitter, really. But we always get added to a list. Um, and what happens is, is about 20 podcasts get, get added to a follow Friday list. Um, and we all get linked to it. And then everybody on the list likes the, the post or maybe retweets it or, or replies with a funny comment. But nobody from that goes and listens to our podcast after it or probably most of the other podcasts on the list. So it's, it's almost like the people who are being kind and saying follow these other podcasts, their goal seems to be to get um, the attention back to them being kind and their their promotion. So be, people reaching out to you are just doing it with an ulterior motive. Not it's just it's not even ulterior. It's their motive. It's uh, it's to yeah. get popularity and views of their own tweet to get exposure of their tweet. And yeah, it's it, it becomes quite a cynical pursuit. Then it's you're thinking like, what will get the most views, and how can I structure this promotion here so that it increases the visibility of this tweet? And then you kind of start to realize that even if it does increase the vis- visibility of the tweet, the visibility sometimes isn't worth a shit because. Nobody cares about your tweet. They only care about their own. And it's that's the kind of model people are using. And, and as, as you pointed out on our Twitter page recently, so many people are just like, any podcast recommendations? And it's the most disingenuous uh, type of tweet that there is because they're not looking for podcast recommendations. They're looking for people to comment on their tweet and they're looking for people to reply to them and to like their tweet and for their tweet to be retweeted or whatever it is. But it's so commonplace across Twitter now. It's like, if I wanted a podcast recommendation, I wouldn't put an open question to my thousand Twitter followers. How could you uh, How could you guarantee any sort of quality filter there? Like You just have every single person answering with their own preference or their own thing that they wanted to promote. So wh- why would you go about it that way if you were being genuine? You wouldn't. You'd go about it a different way. Yeah, and there's a desperation on the part of the podcasters. So if, if anyone just posts up the simple tweet, any, any podcast recommendations, they're immediately inundated with at least 30, 30 yeah. podcasters, indie podcasters. Try our podcast. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's not a recommendation. It's a promotion then because yeah, they haven't asked you. Promotion, yeah. Like they, they didn't say, does anyone want to promote their own podcast and the comment section underneath this tweet? What they've asked is, do you have any recommendations as in things you like that you think I might like? Yeah. But, but it, it, it's disingenuous from every angle. It's like they don't really want recommendations and the other person who's replying isn't really recommending something they're promoting their own podcast and the original tweeter is promoting themselves <laughs> yeah and it speaks to a very crowded and saturated market where people are desperate to do anything possible like losing their their kind of self-respect <laughs> to get some attention and to get some listens in a, on a podcast uh, what i will say after all of that rantiness is that if you enjoy doing it, keep doing it. And that's the reason we keep doing it. It's, it's it, Of course you want it to be popular. And we've said this before. And of course you want people to listen and you want to grow. But you should do it for the love of doing it, I think. Not to be talking fucking condescendingly to people. But um, it, sorry, let me, let me rephrase that. If you're doing it for the love of doing it, it in itself will be its own reward. Rather than chasing those elusive Twitter followers or downloads as a result of a tweet. Which don't really happen too often yeah i think the analogy i try and keep in my head is is one of a band like so if you're in a band you're you do it for the love of the music and you want to get good as a band and and create an album um but you also want to release that album and you also want to do gigs and you want to have an audience 
uh, watching you you don't want to be playing in your garage every week with nobody there so like a part of the enjoyment is is the, the increased following and it is getting some sort of popularity to get feedback on your work but that's not the reason why you did it in the first place like the reason you did it in the first place is because you love doing it and you want to develop your skills and have a creative outlet so it's really important to remember that part but at the same time there is that extra like you want to progress as well and it can get a little bit frustrating when you don't go as progress as quickly as as you think you would right you are that's right Uh, okay so absolutely so the last point on our uh poor us uh rant (laughs) poor us (laughs) is uh, sanctimonious sanctimonious sons of bitches is um that's a great word sanctimonious reminds me of a uh, chris jericho that's where i first heard it i think um is a kernel of truth of course because that's how we finish off these podcasts and in my uh, suggestion this week was you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink um it's a great kernel I think that applies to what we've just been talking about. So you can get excellent microphones. You can constantly work on your audio quality. You can pay for licensed music and then write a theme tune. Uh, You can constantly work on your artwork and your promotion and fine tune every aspect of your podcast. But you you cannot make people listen. And that's the harsh reality of producing any form of art or entertainment or publicly consumable media. You cannot force people to engage with it. And if they don't, then it's kind of tough shit. If that's all you're looking for, you can do everything. You can add all the bells and whistles in the world, but you cannot force people to go and listen to it. And it'll be up to people to decide if they want to or not. So I think if you can take a bit of a step back from that and accept that, it gives you a bit of peace of mind. Yeah, and just focusing again on the enjoyment. And another thing you could do is you can target golden geese like we, <laughs> our, our previous model. You can capture a golden goose. Even um, the most golden of all the geese in the, the Bitcoin uh, sphere. The gold standard. <laughs> the, gold, the gold standard goose. And you can be popular for a week and you can have your five minutes of fame and you can enjoy that. But then that's not really what it's about. What it's about is building an ark, just like Noah did in biblical times. And he introduced, <laughs> he allowed uh, two of every species onto that ark and he saved so many, so many species. So that's <laughs> so it's a, a convoluted way of, of saying it. it's about the enjoyment and it's about trying out different models of growing your business and stuff. But we don't have the answer. What's the, the perfect way to do it? But we're do, we're focusing on the enjoyment and and growing creativity creatively creativity creativity and uh yeah do, do you want to say something there for a moment i just kind of lost trade not really sorry i wanted to interrupt with that joke uh pronunciation of creatively uh, that's no right. that's no. yeah that's it you've summarized it there but uh, what i do want to say is that we intend to have a chats with uh, podcasters over the next few weeks and get their take on it and maybe it won't be so negative and we, we weren't trying to make this episode negative and we're, we, we don't feel negatively about it it's just it's it's nice to discuss the actual reality of it as well um, and to let people know to let people know what it's like uh, yeah if down, you down here in the trenches of <laughs> <Yeah>. podcasting <laughs> on the front line if you, if people create a podcast the chances are it's not going to be successful but you can still have a great time and be creative and it, like spend time with your friends and explore new topics and expand your mind and get good at audio and fluting and all that stuff. 
exactly you could be a flute master um yes yeah, so that's that's nicely summarized there um yes absolutely so no you were, you were introducing there what we're doing for the next few podcasts do you want to go oh, back yeah, to so, that yeah, so we're going to bring some people on. We have one guest lined up for next week. We have a potential guest for the following week and potentially the week after as well. Uh, and and maybe even some more. But uh, we have to finalize some of those arrangements. But um, yeah, so we intend to bring on other podcasters, talk about their experience. And maybe they'll have different funny observations, kernels of truth and cultural points to make uh, than we did. Um, and it should be an interesting discussion because one thing I have noticed is the actual small number of real, genuine people you do engage with on Twitter who have their own podcasts. You can have quite interesting discussions back and forth. And, um, you know, you, you, they are doing what we do and we're doing what they do. So we have that shared um, a shared passion and that shared uh, love of creating podcasts. And that in itself is, is a lot like you already have a lot in common with these people. So I think these discussions we have over the next few weeks should be very fruitful and enjoyable. Yeah, and it's a very open and unregulated and in some ways unprofessional uh, industry. Uh, and I mean unprofessional in a good way, like it's not polished. Um, so I'm looking forward to hearing all the different uh, stories that people have and the kind of the fluting stories that they have and the unique perspectives that I, I think will come up because it just brings up, um, I think podcast just brings up funny stories and uh, getting yourself into kind of messes and and for us, like, I think the most bizarre thing that we've done from the podcasting is interviewing Tony Kelly and Andrea Santinopoulos. I mean, bizarre <laughs> in, a, in a great way. Um, we never thought that would happen. So, but it, it would just be interesting to hear other people's stories. So I'm really looking forward to this podcasting arc and let's see how it goes. Well, we, it might, might, we might even think of it as a series on, on podcasting is, is another way to look at it. Um, and yeah, looking forward to it. I'm glad you mentioned those two interviews we did uh, at the end there to, to finish it off because those were very positive experiences that we had. Uh, I'd been to OTT wrestling shows and, and seen Tony Kelly in the ring on a microphone and listened to him on, on commentary on video on demand. And to have somebody like that on the show who you admire and watched and paid for a ticket to see not necessarily paid to see him in particular but paid to his show that he was featured on and then he's just a guest on the podcast just because you asked him and then for you obviously Andreas Antonopoulos you've read his books you admire him quite a lot and you read uh, and watch and listen to a lot of different things that he says um <laughs> So like and it's, then I'm it's interviewing him. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's bizarre just because we have a podcast that they were like, yeah, of course. Yeah, you can interview us. Yeah, no problem. Uh, and if we didn't have that, we never would have been able to do that. So that is a huge positive. Yeah, we'll look back on that in years to come and um, as a fond memory. Um, so we'll close it off there on the FEC uh, based around podcasting for this week. I hope the listener enjoyed that. We're going to finish off with our song of the week. And it is my, my turn uh, this week to select it. Um, and my selected song of the week is an oldie but a goodie it's Eminem's uh, Infinite uh, so this is a song from his very first album that was commercially unsuccessful and was, was kind of cancelled after its initial release um, and what it features is Eminem and his, his kind of his genesis you can tell that it's his real love of hip hop coming true and the way that he rhymes and the, the, the rhyme schemes he puts together yeah, and you could say that our podcasts are going to be infinite now. <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> no, I'm only asking. No, I, I listened to that again recently. I had listened to it in the past. It, was Infinite also the name of the album? Uh, yes, it was. Yes, yeah, yeah I thought so, because I had a, a bootleg version of that at one point. Um, I will say that Eminem on this, if I didn't know it was Eminem and I was just listening to it out of the blue, 
he how to put this without being offensive he doesn't really sound as white as he does on his later releases uh if you compare this to my name is which was released only a couple of years later i wouldn't have been able to tell his ethnicity listening to the song infinite as much as i would have listening to the song my name is or something from later on Mm. and i think maybe this song is actually more what he talks like because if you've ever seen an interview with with eminem like he does have a, a a really distinctive accent detroit accent that I think yeah. I think some of the Slim Shady stuff and the Marshall Matters, those you know, like the real Slim Shady and let's get down to business. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a few of those gimmicky types of songs where I think he's trying to deliberately aim towards a white audience and maybe market it himself as something that he's not quite Right, okay, interesting take. Uh, and then uh, just as a as a side point, I did just investigate a bit of M M on Spotify because I I mentioned to you during the week that I lost touch with Eminem after the Marshall Mathers LP2, which I didn't think was that good. I did like um, Relapse and Recovery, but I didn't really like the sequel to the Marshall Mathers LP, which I think is one of the best albums of all time, uh, the original, obviously. Um, And I was just looking at his his top played songs, so I was very surprised to see that in his five most popular Spotify songs, one of them is Godzilla, which is from his recent album. Just 400 million uh, plays, basically, of something that was only released in 2020, which I was shocked by uh, but also one of his most popular songs and the most popular in numbers anyway of all the songs that are listed here is till i collapse which was a an album track from the m&m show i think um and i was just surprised to see that that song was so popular and i was like what does that song owe its popularity to it was never a single um and i listened back to it and it's, it's an excellent song with a really good chorus and stuff but um it, it seems like people have used it for like entrance music for like fights and it's featured on tv shows and ads and stuff like that and it's it's been used in loads of different ways uh, but it was never released as a single but even though it was never released as a single it's appeared in singles charts around the world over the years loads of times just from downloads which i think is is mad yeah i did notice that myself and i think that's Eminem's kind of natural style like I think he's returned to that in his recent albums uh, focusing more on the the lyrics and the flow uh, side of things I think that's where he started with Infinite and he's kind of come back to that and I think Till I Collapse was just one of those raw uh, lyrical skills uh, type of songs Um, so with that I might say uh, will we say sayonara to this episode? We will indeed in Japanese sayonara (laughs) sayonara And, so uh, that's that's Japanese for feck off. Yeah, and I will say feck off and enjoy Infinite uh, by Eminem, his very first, one of his very first songs on his very first album, uh, one where he was like us, he was trying to find his way. So in a way, we're exactly like Eminem. Right, you are. Right. Okay. Take care. Feck off. Hey yo, my pen and paper cause a chain reaction To get your brain relaxing A zaniac, the maniac in action A brainiac, the facts, son You mainly lack attraction You look insanely whack when just a fraction of my tracks runs my rhyming skills got you climbing hills I travel through your mind until your spine like siren drills I'm sliming grills and roaches with spray to disinfects and twist and of rappers to this final column disconnects With this index and check the monologue Turn your system up, twist them up and indulge in the marijuana smog This is the season for noise pollution, contamination Examination of more cartoons than animation My lamination of narration 
Hits a snare and bass in a track for duck rapper interrogation When I declare invasion, there ain't no time to be staring gazing I turn the stage into a barren wasteland of infinite You heard the hell what I was sent for me I went to it serving a sentence for murdering instruments Now I'm trying to repent for me But when I hear the beat, I'm tempted to make another attempt at it I'm infinite I let the beat commit so I can beat the sense in your elite defense I got some meat to mint, some fruity stomping into feet to rinse I greet the gents and ladies, I spoil all your fans I foil your wins and leave fluids leaking like oil bands My coil hands around this microphone are lethal One thought in my cerebral is deeper than a jeep full of people MCs are feeble, I came to cause some pandemonium Battle a band of phony MCs a stand a lonely one Imitator, intimidator, stimulator, simulator of data, eliminator, there's never been a greater Since the burial of Jesus, fuck around and catch all the venereal diseases My thesis is smash stereo to pieces, my acapella releases, classic masterpieces through telekinesis It eases you mentally, gently, sentimentally, instrumentally, with entity, dementally, meant to be infinite You heard the hell while well, I was sick from it, I went to it serving a sentence for murdering instruments now I'm trying to repent for me But when I hear the beat, I'm tempted to make another attempt at it I'm infinite I'm evidence and I've been clever ever since My residence was hesitant to do some shit that represents the M.O. So I'm assuming all responsibility Cause there's a monster will in me that always wants to kill MCs Mike Nessler, slamming like a wrestler Here to make a mess of a lyric smuggling embezzler No one is special. my skill is intergalactical I get cynical, act a fool, then I cynical back to school I never back to tool, the back to cool, it wasn't practical I'd rather let a tactical, tactful, tractical, you fancy In fact, I can't see or can't imagine A man who ain't a lover of beats or a fan of scratching So this is for my family The kid who had a cami on my last hand Plus the man who never had a plan B Be all you can be Cause once you make an instant hit I'm tensed a bit and tempted when I see the sins my friends commit I'm infinite You heard the hell while I was sent for me I went to it serving a sentence for murdering instruments Now I'm trying to repent for me but when I hear the beat, I'm tempted to make another attempt at it I'm infinite You heard the hell what I was sent for me I went to it serving a sentence for murdering instruments Now I'm trying to repent for me But when I hear the beat, I'm tempted to make another attempt at it I'm infinite